I thought this was really interesting. David sent a, an email. This is really the Endeavour, which I was talking about before. Heather, perhaps you know this, but Alan Bond sponsored a magnificent replica of the Endeavour for the Bicentennial in 1988. For financial reasons, he later pulled out of the project and it was finally launched in 1993. It's at the Maritime Museum, Museum in Darling Harbour and it's definitely worth a visit. And one of the things David says that he found in, intriguing about the layout is the opulent captain's quarters at the stern are separated by very low headroom crawl space through to the general quarters and that's where the marines with their weapons slept now um you're probably going to get more out of going and looking at the replica than you are looking at the actual thing which has just been found because it's just bits of it from what i understand is not and you can understand i mean it's spent 200 years under the water it'll just be kind of rotten wood wouldn't it anyway um rod orham so the tourism industry is hoping for a quick revival once the borders reopen to overseas travelers uh, as you know people from visa waiver countries like australia and the us and the eu are expected to arrive from july and then everybody else can come from october but how many of them are actually going to come here business commentator rod orham is with us evening rod good evening heather i can't imagine that we're going to get a gigantic wave of people it's going to be dribs and drabs isn't it I think it's going to be a slow build for all sorts of reasons. There's obviously some people um, still reluctant to travel, um, uh, worried of co- about COVID, of course, even though they'd be coming to a country that's had a much better experience than most. But on the other hand, we'll be behind the curve w- compared with other countries on Omicron. We're going to have a wave later. Um, but the other thing is that uh, flights will um, still be far from um, readily available and they'll probably be quite pricey. So I think it'll be a slow build. And um, But that's perfect because the poor sector here has been absolutely decimated by COVID. There's been such a, a large attrition of uh, companies and workers um, who just won't be coming back into the sector. And um, so the sector would have a really hard time just having the capacity to um, handle too big a build-up. What we've seen in Australia... Rod, is that it's taken a really long time, even though they've essentially had their borders open to people who they're welcoming in. And I'm thinking, you know, certain certain visa classes they're welcoming in. They've had them open for a couple of months now, slightly more than that. Uh, they are not getting anywhere near the numbers they were expecting. How much of it has got to do with us actually telling, like going on a massive advertising blitz around the world and telling people we're open? <laughs> well, I think there's a really important thing going on here. In the past, we were really good about um, destination promotion. Um, so we were very good about getting those ads out there and getting lots of people coming. We were a lot poor at destination management, i.e. making sure that uh, the, all the facilities were here and uh, we weren't overcrowding places and all the rest. So the tourism sector, long before the pandemic, was starting to work really hard about destination management, but also thinking how to uh, deliver a, a far more interesting, richer experience here and therefore be able to create greater value from tourism. Um, they've been making great strides on that. And I think there's a real commitment in the uh, sector. Now, some people like I and others use the term regenerative tourism in, in terms of uh, tourism activity, um, really feeding back into communities here in a very useful way and engaging people um, far more effectively. And, and I think there's a real head of steam behind that in the sector. And so, but they need time to build that. Um, they need time to work out how to do that well. So a slow build in tourism would be a really good way to get to higher value tourism. Because the really important thing is this, um, tourism as we were doing it, the GDP generated per hour worked was lower than the average for the whole economy. So every new job in tourism made us 
on average, poorer as a country. Lots of part-time work, lots of minimum wage, all that kind of stuff. Um, so it's really important for the tourism sector, for it to be more viable longer term, to be able to develop along these exciting new lines that they've been working hard on pre-pandemic and they've kept at it uh, through the pandemic as well. Yeah, Rod, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. That's Rod Orham, business commentator.